Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So I'm not entirely sure where today's conversation is going to go because I have several thoughts that are on the surface and I have been trying all day to get this out on paper so I had somewhat of a structure to the conversation and for whatever reason there has been massive resistance around having an outline. So this is one of those instances where I am just going to wing it and we'll see what happens. So I want to talk about today uh, something that has come up with me several times in the past couple years um, with this pandemic that we have all endured and the censorship, the lies, the harm, um, the devastation. You know, there has been so much corruption. And I think that for all of us here on the Fiercely Awakening journey, it can be really hard sometimes to be awake, right? Or to be awakening. I don't think that it is possible for any of us to be completely in the know, but I think with every step of this journey and becoming more in the know and having that awakening experience to every extent, um, it's really hard. Um, it's beautiful. There's no other place that I'd rather be. I often think like the worst place, (laughs) the worst place to be is to have the blinders on. I have lived that, right? I have lived a life where my blinders were completely on and I was driven by uh, what, you know, what the mainstream uh, news and advice and pathway and that can be relative to every single aspect of life living and on the flip side, right, of feeling very limited about what you can achieve uh, and do and be. And so as part of this awakening self-love journey and really tapping into my truth and trusting uh, myself and being on this path and and really allowing my heart to be the compass and um, you know God to lead me on you know taking these leaps of faith and uh, really just trusting um, these leaps that I'm making you know all of these things it can be so rewarding to know that my gosh like there is so much here for me. Um, there is so much potential. There is so much potential uh, possibilities. There is so much potentiality. Like I'm not even scratching the surface. And it's like the more that you live on the path of 
fiercely awakening, the more access to life you have. It's like the greater that you live and experience life, the more you continue to desire to experience more. I don't even know if that just made sense, but it's like the more you do, the more you can do, the more you want to do. And so when you are living a life of feeling um, that you don't have a say in your health, that you don't have a say in your circumstances, that you don't have a say in your path, that you don't have a say, uh, it's very crippling. And to me, that is one of the worst places to be is to feel paralyzed or limited or like you don't have choice on the table. And so part of the fiercely awakening process for me is to condition myself to see opportunities, um, to know that I am surrounded constantly by simple and obvious solutions that dramatically increase uh, my life. You know, um, they increase my success. And so really recognizing that everything that I want, wants me too. And there is a pathway of, of, of pursuit. You know, it's like, I do have to pursue these things in many ways. Like this isn't something that I sit on the couch and it happens because part, a huge part of this is the happening, is the becoming, is the only things that you're going to learn about yourself as being on the field. Like so many times people want to have everything in front of them before they make a decision. And that's not how we make decisions in my world. You make decisions all the time uh, based on this alignment. And in order to have alignment, you need to know where you're going because alignment is ultimately in alignment to the path that I'm on, to the path that I'm creating, to what I'm pursuing. This is in alignment to that. And so it's like you're acting on the path of fiercely awakening. You're acting as if success is certain and you are the only thing that you're encouraged to doubt are your limits. Okay. And so there's always going to be stopping points along the way of like, oh, I did not realize that I was limiting myself there. Um, and so you do the work to examine that. Look at look under the rock, like why? Why is this coming up? And also recognizing that whatever is coming up, it's because we're ready to address it. We're ready to see it. We're ready to free it. And then we keep on pursuing. And again, it's not about knowing the how because you'll never know the how. You'll never know the how. It's like the only thing you can do is take one step after another. So here we are. Um, I'm in a really good place, a really, really good place. But not that long ago, I was in a funk. And it's interesting because um, I say funk loosely, okay? It's like um, I was still, I still felt good, but like, there was a disconnect. And now when I look back in hindsight, I can see so clearly why and how I got myself there. And so here's a couple of things uh, that I want to share with you. So the first thing is um, I have audacious goals. Okay. We, we know this. And there are times that I am almost delusional <laughs> uh, in terms of my ability to hit these goals. And the delusion 
has very much served me, okay? Because there are things that um, any realist would doubt and I don't work on that playground. And so I just trust and I believe and I leap and and I, and I truly believe that it's going to happen or whatever it is that I'm going after. And so there are times that when it doesn't happen the way in which I thought it was going to happen, even though my higher awareness says this is the better plan, it wasn't supposed to happen right now for whatever reason, right? Like rejection is a form of protection. I fully believe that. But I am also human. And I can have human moments too where that feels so disappointing because I was so certain it was going to happen and it didn't happen. Like, you know, and in those times um, that that disappointment sneaks in, I, I really have to work through that. And it's really best for me to work through it fast. But for whatever reason, I just was not working through it. And it was really fascinating because I kind of was having a tantrum. (laughs) I was throwing a fit about not getting what I wanted when I wanted. Like, come on, this was a request. And I put in my order and I expected it to be delivered before the end of the year. And now it's the end of the year and it's not here yet. And I am mad because it should have been here. Now, I would never treat a human being in the way that I treated God in that moment, right? It's like, this should be here. It's not here. And I am very disappointed that you have let me down. Even though, again, I have the higher awareness simultaneously that this is the better plan. I feel let down and I want to be let down and I want to be in my own pity party right now. And I just want to be in this energy. And so what ended up happening is we got a very interesting um, correspondence with an individual who was throwing a tantrum with us. Um, She wanted certain things from myself and the team and the company that we weren't providing. It was not an option. And these were our standards and these were our boundaries and she was very mad. And I thought to myself, what do I see in her that also exists in me? And in that moment, I instantly saw that I was behaving so much like her, but not to a human, but to God. That I was throwing a tantrum with the universe. I was just throwing a fit, just like she was. And so when we do these things, when we ask ourselves that question, when we're faced with a difficult human It's so humbling to say, what do I see in you that exists in me too? Because we can always find the mirror. We can always find the medicine. And it's that medicine that allows us to have so much compassion. Now that doesn't mean that through that compassion, we release our boundaries and our standards, but it's like it removes the charge. Instead of feeling like you're on the defense um, that you need to go into defending or whatever, it's like, you just take a breath and you're just, you know, like neutral, energetic. And it's like, this is the way that it is. And I'm going to clean up my stuff. So I stop attracting, um, you know, individuals like you, because 
I can see how like attracts like in this instance, and I attracted somebody who so beautifully demonstrated what I was doing uh, with my internal tantrum. So, so in that funk though, um, so I felt disappointed, but here's why I stayed stuck so long. Uh, this was the longest funk that I have been in in quite some time. And again, it, it didn't show up it wasn't like it was showing up in my family life. It wasn't showing up. Like I was experiencing joy while being in a funk because when you know your highs, the lows are so much lower. When you tap into bliss and then you feel into disappointment, you get to hold both because you can hold both. And it's so important to hold both, right? And so I wasn't allowing my disappointment to steal my joy. They were both allowed in the room, but there was, there was a difference in my vibration that I could feel so dramatically, drastically. You know when you are with somebody um, who has that sparkle, who has that just like a sparkle in their eye, that's how I like to feel. I like to feel where I am just radiating. <laughs> like I am just like fire, excitement, joy, like let's go. Like this is exciting. And it wasn't there. And I kept thinking like I just needed a break. I talked about that on a recent podcast where I discussed my word of the year from 2022, which was spaciousness. So I was really trying to give myself that. But what I ended up doing is I stopped playing the game. I was in neutral. I was just idling. I was just sitting there. And I kept wanting things to change. I kept wanting myself to just shift. It was like I can just self-care my way out of this. I'll just take another walk. But it wasn't shifting. It was still just sitting in idle. And I knew I I had this awareness like I need to get back to work. I need to get back in it, but I had put on my calendar, I had told everybody, my team was prepared. I was not coming back until the second week of January. That's when I was coming back. So I just, it was like weird. It was like, I said that I wasn't coming back into this. So even though I feel like I need to come back, it's like, I couldn't do it. And so I was in this place of like making the use of the time. And, you know, this is where I did all sorts of, you know, random things. Uh, And I had a lot of fun too. Again, I, I did have a lot of fun, but it's like, it was just, there was a vibration shift. Like it just felt like my little buzz that I carry around with me wasn't buzzing the same way. And I, I missed the buzz, but I couldn't find it. So the minute that I got back to work, the minute that I sat down at my desk and I opened up my computer and I started writing to you an email, I felt my vibration shifting because what I had done was I moved myself into drive and I was back on pursuit 
And it was in this place that the ideas started to flood to me. It was like I couldn't take them on fast enough. It was like the more that I like was like in it, the ideas kept swarming around me. I thrive on that energy. That energy of ideas is so profoundly um, energizing to me. Um, it 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 fuels me. It's a it's a currency for me. We talk about sleep being a currency, uh, food, you know, being a currency, having your macros uh, in terms of your your protein and your carbs and your fat being in balance as a currency, sleep as a currency, movement as a currency. But ideas are a currency for me. And and I would guess they are for you too in your own way. Because there's an aliveness connected to that. And when you feel like you're back on the path, you're on the pursuit of the things that you want, it's an incredible feeling. Even if they're not here in front of you, they are here. They are on your path. Just stay on it. Keep going. So again, in hindsight, the medicine, the real medicine, and I have known this before, but it, it, it comes around every now and then. And this started happening again with the events of the past few years that I realized that part of this idol, part of this idol phase, part of this, this disappointment phase, part of this um, funk is when I allow a certain thought to consume me and not consume me in the sense of take over my whole body and have me completely paralyzed in terms of, you know, like numbed out, right? Like it's not consume me in that way, but it's consuming me in the way of why even have an idea? Like it almost makes me repulsive energetically to the idea ideas. And this thought is a really, really, really big thought. In fact, I will say that this is the worst thought that a human can have. And the worst thought is that the best is now behind me. That the best is now behind me. That from here on out, things are going to be harder. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, things are going to be more difficult. Things are going to be extremely different. Um, dark, you know, whatever. It depends on what rabbit hole you go down that day. Um, it's, it's easy to allow this to make you get off the pursuit. Because it's almost like an automatic, what's the point? It's a doom and gloom thought that, again, puts you in idle fast. And when I say idle, I mean you stop playing the game of life, which is what we're here to do. And if you play cards, you'll know that you could have three good hands and one bad hand and four good hands and four bad hands. And there's really, 
the only thing you do when you play cards is to keep playing because you can win. You can still win and you're still going to have fun and you're going to laugh and you're going to make memories. Like the point is to keep playing and that's what we're here to do too. It's like instead of this thought, the thought that sets us free is that every day I am becoming more of me. Every day I am on the pursuit and I get to have everything that I want and it'll come in its perfect timing and my only job is to continue to lead myself and continue to trust myself and to continue to ask for guidance and take the guidance like take the pauses but don't put it in idle don't put it in park like you can take pauses that are still on the pursuit. And that is just an energetic differentiation, right? Like meditation can be on the pursuit just as much as getting your workout in to have that high and that momentum and that feel good surge, just as much as keeping promises to yourself, which is really huge. Setting up conditions in your life to, in your environment to set you up for success. Like that was one of the things that I I did is, um, you know, as I got myself, you know, back on the path and out of this funk and it was like, I, one of my biggest goals from a self-care perspective this year is, is to really get stronger. And I'm, I've been in and out with this, you know, movement's always been a priority and then it can kind of fall off and then I'm walking more or but it's like that all gets to that's all relevant like I love my walks I love my gentle movement and I want to uh, set up my conditions in my environment to be conducive for success of really getting stronger and that means that I need to make true space for this bring in some additional equipment Um, get really geared up and excited about my program and really fit it into my life where it happens first thing in the day instead of trying to fit it in the afternoon or later in the day where it may get missed, right? So it's like we start to put things in place so that we way we are set up for success. Um, But there is something so powerful about being back in drive and saying, that's bull crap. Like, that is bullcrap to have this thought. Why would I put my energy into these doom and gloom thoughts when I am so passionate about creating the life that we want and I have so much evidence of how we can do that when we are um, asking ourselves a question continuously, what do I want? And we are following that. Um, I have had so many upgrades in my life, in my relationships, in my health. Like, hello, yes, there is chaos, but there always has been. Yes, it may be more in our face right now, and we are certainly in uncharted territories, but again, we probably always have been. So... What am I going to do 
What am I going to put energy into? Because I have felt firsthand what it feels like when you allow yourself to believe that the, the best is behind you. I have felt that. I have felt, allowed myself to feel what it feels like to think my dreams aren't actually going to happen. That didn't feel good. In fact, the longer I sat there, right, the heavier it felt. Now, nothing changed about the world. I changed. I changed. I got back on the saddle and I put it back in drive. And I feel now like back in that place where I'm buzzing with light and I am certain that I will have everything and more that I dream of. Because in this energy, I have true, 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 true embodiment of the two biggest things that we need to have on this path, which is I am exactly where I'm meant to be and I have everything that I need. It's like I can't feel those things when I'm in a state of disappointment, when I'm in a state of ego tantrum, when I'm in a state of the best is behind me. It's really hard to tap into those things. I had to get myself back on pursuit, know that um, my biggest job, my biggest job is to be convinced, you know, is to be convinced, to have complete faith, to do everything that I was going to do if I knew I was going to have it all. Like, it's like to live my life as if it's already here. It's like being on that path allows me to have all the trust, all the embodiment of the basic principles of this work. Like, oh yeah, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am choosing right now in this time in history to be here. I am here for it all. Let's go. I am going to be so many people's proof of what's possible, no matter what's going on and what you can do with your life when you continue to be on the pursuit of your heart's desires. When you make choices that are in alignment to being on the pursuit for those desires. And any time that you are experiencing this funk, you also hold the anecdote. You always simultaneously hold the anecdote. When I was in this funk, okay, I don't know, it was like a couple weeks. And yes, again, I'm experiencing joy in the room with disappointment. Very different than my buzzing with energy and like anything's possible, like let's go, what are we gonna make today? Um, But still there. But in this funk, the whispers were there the whole time. 
the whispers of there's so much goodness in front of you. What do you want? Because it's right there. Everything you want is just deciding to get back and go for it. So it's like everything that makes you sad right now, right? It's like so much of these things that create heaviness in our life are not necessarily the things, but our thoughts about those things. Like I was beating myself up, telling myself that like I missed a window or something, like I missed my chance, you know, just lies. But for whatever reason, I wanted to sit in those lies to feel it. I think sometimes we want to feel that flip side um, to feel that contrast. And in a way, you know, like I said, like this stretches us to to be in that energy and to feel that and be like, okay, felt that. Um, and again, it feels so much worse when you know how good life's meant to feel. But it's our thoughts about the things that beat us up, bring us down the most. We will tell ourselves so many lies. And interesting for me, it's like the more that I am inspiring, the more that I am my own inspiration, the more inspired I am. It's really, really a cycle. (laughs) It's a cycle that we can step into anyway. The more disappointed we are, the more we can experience disappointment. That cycle is also available. The more that we believe that the best is behind us, the more that we will find evidence to support that. The more that we believe that we get to have what we want and we put it back in drive, there will be so many synchronicities, things will line up, people will come into your life, you will be so magnetizing, and I am proof of that. When I was in Idol, it was like everybody around me could, like, whether they could feel it, feel it, or just, you know, not even be able to describe what they feel, but it's like, there wasn't like I was attracting a bunch of, like, incredible opportunities my way during that time. So I wasn't having ideas and I wasn't like attracting a bunch of like cool stuff. The minute that I said, let's go and haven't stopped and I'm keeping my promises to myself and I'm on this path, like it has been one thing after another of true, like, I can't even make this up. So I think it's, again, in hindsight, I get to tell you this story, right? It's like, I get to tell you this story. I get to give you this wisdom. I get to give myself this wisdom of like, you have been there and you have allowed yourself to be in this place and remember what that did for you. It gave you a good story, but let's be real. You, um, you waste a lot of energy feeding into bull crap. Look at how easier life gets when you're on the path. Because when you're on the path, um, you're doing 50% of the work and the other 50% is coming your way. That's the dance. When you are working with the lower vibrations, 
you continue to attract lower vibration things to you, or it's just stagnant, stale energy that doesn't feel good either, especially when you know what aliveness feels like, especially when you know what it feels like to have things lining up in your life. Like there is a difference. This is where we are the change. We change and then the circumstances change. Anytime that you're holding yourself hostage to the thoughts that the best is behind you, that's a lie because that's a choice. That's a choice to believe that. And I understand there are a lot of tough things, a lot of tough things, but we have to reach on to what is part of our biology, which is to carry on. And to carry on, we can do so with immense heaviness or reaching for a higher perspective that sets us free, that lightens our backpack, that keeps us moving in the direction. And there is absolutely room for timeouts. There's absolutely room for tantrums. There's absolutely room for human moments. And you decide how long you want to be there. Some things take more time. Sometimes we just want to stay there. But I can tell you that it is part of our experience here is to live is to live boldly, is to have ambitions, is to want more, is to be walking with one foot in gratitude and the other foot right there, reaching, wanting, grabbing desire. And that does not, like, it is about being on pursuit. There is action required. It does require us to keep promises to ourselves because that in itself creates momentum. So again, I did not know where we were going to go today. And I'm going to have to re-listen to this to even know where we just went. But I hope that there was some good medicine in here for you. And I hope that if you are somebody right now who finds yourself feeling that you're disappointed, who finds yourself having your own tantrum right now, take a pause. Look at how it's being mirrored to you. Look at how the universe is saying, wake up, wake up, wake up. Because it'll, what you will find in that energy is you will find things that are so aggravating like everything just feels harder. And all of that is an effort to say, wake up. And if you find yourself having this time where you are perhaps researching, um, spending time researching, spending time um, listening to truth tellers, and, you know, it can be hard. It can be heavy. And so shake it off and say, this is, may be happening and this may be real and I am still going to go for it. I'm like, I trust that these desires would not be in my heart if they weren't mine. I am going to pursue them. I'm not going to pursue them with pressure. I'm going to release the pressure. I'm just going to pursue them and be open and be on the path and be watching and conditioning myself to see the opportunities that are all around me. 
that the story that I am writing is going to be so profoundly better than what I thought it would be, right? It's like we want things and we want them now. But my gosh, are we writing an epic story if we just trust and keep going and are convinced that it will happen when it's meant to happen and we're going to keep going, keep learning, keep going, keep learning, keep trusting, so convinced, watching for opportunities all around. Like if whatever you want in life wants you to, and that is not with a disclaimer that says only imperfect, um, you know, only if the conditions in the world are perfect will you, will you get these. Like it does not say that. That's not how it works. It's like no matter what. So trust, trust what's on your heart. Trust what's on your heart is meant to be pursued. Okay, so much love to you all. I'll see you guys soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening.